At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sandberg back here with you. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. My thanks to Dave Ross, who joined me last segment. We uh, covered everything from uh, the golf going on with the Live Tour and um, baseball, and uh, yes, UFC catch first strike, first look available now vcin.com slash podcasts and first strike uh, a full episode will be out later on this week as they give you all the picks for the UFC event coming up this Saturday. But we left off, Dave was talking about Yoan Adone. And yeah, I mean, if you followed me and listened to this show, you guys know, bet against him. We've bet against him in every single start. Going back to the very first time he started, which was against the Mets. And it was... Like, it's amazing. Like, I, I, I go back, I'm looking at just my history of tweets about Yoan Adon, and I go back to April 14th, and I say, Adon is not big league ready. He had control problems in the minors, and it showed in his four walks against the Mets last start. All right? Adon was in single A last year. I'm not denying his talent, but he needs more grooming. Not ready for the big leagues. Five runs allowed in three innings so far on a lot of hard contact. That was against the Pirates. Then let's see. I had another one. Complete fade of Adone, who has given up 10 runs. Uh, this, let's see. Next one. I'm uh, just looking at all these tweets. I will continue to fade Adone, who has the highest barrel rate in all of baseball. That was on May 6th. Here we go. <laughs> Keep going. This is amazing. Uh, on May 12th. I bet against the Don in every single start. His numbers are gross uh, as we keep going. Um, on May 12th, out of the first 10 batters for the Mets, five of them have walked and maybe two more should have if they didn't bail out a Don. This guy does not belong in the majors. Selfishly, I hope the Nats keep him up so I can keep betting against them in his starts. I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, come on. This is, this is on, on May 12th. I mean, we're talking receipts here. Right. Uh, let's see. Um, and now this is uh, on May 17th. And now that I look back on this tweet, I realized today I made a mistake. On May 17th, I took the Marlins on an alternate run line of minus two and a half instead of minus one and a half against Joanna Doan, and it covered. I should have done that today. Instead, I just played Marlins minus a run and a half, 
part of the card available on vcin.com, and it did hit, but the minus two and a half would have hit, the minus three and a half would have hit, the minus four and a half would have hit. We can go on and on and on. The Marlins uh, absolutely dominated this game. They won 12 to two. So looking back on that tweet, I kind of regret, like, why didn't, why didn't I uh, even, why, why did I not do that? But anyway, yeah, this kid uh, has been a cash cow for us, and I don't know what the future holds for him with the Nationals. Looking at the Nationals' schedule right now, he is slated to pitch at home on Sunday against the Brewers and Jason Alexander getting the start for the, uh, Milwaukee. That's going to be an, an auto bet on Milwaukee, and it might be, I might consider a, a uh, two-and-a-half run line. I'll tell you where I might even consider it as well is the next start after that, he's scheduled to pitch on Friday, June 17th at home against the Phillies. And Ranger Suarez scheduled to go for Philadelphia. That is going to be another play against him. So if he stays with the Major League team and he pitches as scheduled, we already know what we're going to bet on Sunday, and we already know what we're going to bet next Friday. So we will keep an eye on that. I mentioned the record today was 4-1. and one. Had a little bit of a slump the past couple of days. Nice to bounce back with a 4-1 and one day. The only loss was the uh, Cubs against the Orioles. And I backed Keegan Thompson, who has had a very nice start to the season. Uh, picked up his first loss today. He was 6-0 and oh with a sub-2 ERA and just gets absolutely lit up by Baltimore. I kind of made a joke, but I, 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 as I thought about it now, Look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se, but I texted a friend of mine, and I was like, are they using the juiced balls in Baltimore? Like, what is going on? Camden Yards has been not a hitter-friendly park this year. Traditionally, it has been, but especially by moving the fences, moving the fence back in left field and raising it, it's been a hitter's park to start the season. Well, today at Camden Yards, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven home runs hit. It was home run derby in Baltimore. Seven home runs hit. And yeah, a lot of them were by the Baltimore Orioles. The Cubs scored uh, two runs on two solo home runs, and then they had a triple, which uh, could have been a home run. No, nah, it was uh, just a regular triple. And uh, so they lose the game 9-3. to three. Good offensive outburst by the Baltimore Orioles. But that was one that was like, wow, I was you know, kind of half-joking. I was like, they just used the juice balls. Uh, we had the Cincinnati Reds over the Diamondbacks. They win big 14-8. to eight. Uh, And Graham Ashcraft pitched really well once again as he threw six shutout innings, allowed just three hits against the Diamondbacks. This rookie is somebody to pay attention to for the Cincinnati Reds. And now the Reds, and our very own Greg Peterson has been doing a great job of of documenting this. The Reds have scored four or more runs now in, I believe it's 21 of their last 22 home games. 
This is the highest scoring home team in Major League Baseball. And with the 14 runs that they put up today, um, they now have probably, they might have pushed their their average. Remember, it was 5.91 at home. It went up to 5.92. It's got to be up higher now. It is at 5.96. So we are approaching six runs per game on average at home for the Cincinnati Reds. Something to absolutely keep an eye on moving forward. I mentioned the Marlins win. We got that. Uh, The Tigers was a win that initially it was not going to be graded because Tariq Skubal was scratched from his start. But then when he was announced that he was going to start again, listen, the bet was already placed. I put my bets in when I put the card in. And so the bet counted. Check the app, confirmed, bet cashed. Congratulations. Tigers win 5-3. to Scooble goes out there, and he throws seven innings, three-run ball on six hits. And then the other win was the uh, Blue Jays in the first five, our play of the day, backing Alec Manoa, who shut down the Royals. Uh, seven to nothing was the start, and he threw six scoreless innings. He is absolutely a Cy Young candidate right now, seven and one with the sub two ERA. Alec Manoa, a guy, certain guys, it's like, and maybe I've become a predictable, predictable better, but you know, when you identify trends and you identify things that work for you, you just got to keep going to the well, right? And backing Alec Manoa, backing Shane McClanahan, backing uh, um, um, what's his face, Nestor Cortez. And fading Johan Adone, like fading Dallas Keiko, like these are things that I just keep doing because uh, they've been profitable. And they'll continue to be profitable. Uh, I want to go back to this Tigers Pirate situation for a second here because this might have been confusing when I tweeted out that the bet was void or whatnot. When you place a Major League Baseball bet, you have the option of selecting action or Listed pitchers. You always select listed pitchers. Here's why. And there are some people out there that say, always select action. I don't get those people. Whatever. Let them do what they want. When I handicap a game, I'm handicapping the starting pitchers. If a pitcher gets scratched and somebody else replaces him, or if a team decides to use an opener, That changes the handicap. And so my bet's going to get voided if it's not those listed pitchers that start the game, and I'm fine with that. If you bet action, your bet goes off regardless of whatever changes may occur. And this was the perfect example. You know, let's say Scooble didn't come back and start this game after the rain delay, and the Tigers lose. And you lost your bet because you selected action. Well, that's 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 a bad job out of you because the bet was backing Tariq Skubal. So if he's not pitching, if he if it was going to be Willie Peralta starting this game or Alex Fiedo, no, I, I don't like this bet. I would not make this bet. I only make this bet because it was Tariq Skubal pitching. 
which is why when you go to place your bet and it asks you action or listed pitchers, I go listed pitchers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. And this was a rare scenario where, because of the threat of weather, they were going to scratch him and hold him to tomorrow. But when the game got pushed back, and it didn't start on time, they wound up pitching him. Now, the reason why they scratched him, it made sense. You didn't want the guy starting the game, pitching two, three innings, and then have to come out with the weather delay, and then maybe he doesn't come back in, and you just wasted a start. Or maybe you run the risk of having him sit out, warm back up, go back out. It's just a whole mess. They wanted no part of that. Let's get into the Stanley Cup playoffs coming up next. Randy McKay, our old friend, will join us here on the program. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead. You're on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Today. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Leadoff Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more info. Don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Joining us now is our good friend Randy McKay, professional sports better and one of the sharpest hockey minds out there. Randy, thanks so much for giving us a couple of minutes tonight on the look ahead. So far, how you been enjoying the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah, everything's been going pretty well. I got uh um a pretty good record so far. I got and I got some good futures coming in here and uh fortunately uh I got uh you know, Tampa Bay tied it up tonight. I got them 14 to one to win the cup. And on the other side, I lost out on Calgary, but I have uh Kel McCarr to win the con Smythe. And right now he's the favorite. And I got him boosted up on another bet uh, at about 14 to one. So I got some pretty good positions. So uh, looking forward to a few more games here in the Eastern conference. And, uh, and then we'll be in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I actually favored the two Eastern teams against Colorado, even though they're going to be pretty big underdogs. Wow! I just I just like the way they play better in the East, and it's kind of been that way all year. And uh, and uh, I think this is going to hurt Colorado, especially if uh, this series goes seven games with all the time off. And 
That happened to Tampa Bay in the first game against the Rangers, and that was a position I jumped on. Was uh, the Rangers in the first game? Because uh, Tampa, or uh, yeah, Tampa Bay had the nine days rest, and I think Colorado will be in about that same situation if this goes six or seven games. So yeah, it, it so I'm might, looking at it anyway. It might even be longer. I think if the series goes seven, there's a chance that it's like a ten or twelve day layoff here for um for Colorado, which is definitely going to hurt them. I know they're, they're the home team no matter who they play, but you're right. The layoff could hurt them. When you look at both of these teams in the Eastern final, obviously they're led by their goaltending in Shesterkin and Vasilevsky. Uh, Tampa drops the first two games at the Garden, bounces back, and, and I think looked much more dominant than the Rangers in these last two games. Can New York win at home? and take a 3-2 lead, defend home ice, or does the way that Tampa has played over these last two games give you cause for concern with the Rangers? Yeah, I'm concerned about the Rangers. Plus, they got a couple in injuries to their uh, centermen. Uh, Strom is hurt. He didn't play tonight in that Heedle. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, Heedle, Phil, one of the young guys. He... Uh, he got hurt as well, so he might be out for next game. They might be without two of their centermen, and without uh, him on the young, they call it the young line. With that, I think the oldest guy is 22 on that young line, and that was in game two. That really caused Tampa a lot of trouble. That young line, but without him, it really seemed like it slowed them down. And Tampa Bay was getting all that, and they had about pretty equal shots on goal all game. But uh, Tampa Bay was getting more of the quality scoring chances and that's when they came through and and uh that's what decided the game and uh if you're an underbetter you really had to sweat out uh sweat out a lot of empty net time there and uh hung on but uh yeah it was you know it was a good entertaining game tonight and uh I'd be fearful if you have a Rangers ticket. I think Tampa's gonna get two out of the next three. That's my prediction and it'll be uh Tampa Bay and uh, Colorado in the cup. In terms of um, the Con Smythe Award, I know you said you have a ticket on Kale McCarr at fourteen to one. That's tremendous odds. I think if Colorado wins, it's for sure going to be him or Nathan McKinnon. But let's look at the Eastern teams. If the Rangers win, I don't think anybody besides Shesterkin would win the Con Smythe Award. You could say maybe Zibanejad has had a really good playoffs, but I think even just looking at the way that they're like, how do you beat Colorado? You're going to need your goaltender, right? So Shesterkin would obviously be big in those games. And then for Tampa, you can make an argument for um, Kucherov, but I think it would be Vasilevsky once again. Do you think that maybe there's value in looking at both Eastern goaltenders to win the Conn Smythe rather than their odds to win the Cup or just odds in the series against uh, Colorado? Yeah, you could definitely take a peek at that. Uh, probably the only other Ranger maybe would have a shot would be that defenseman Fox. Adam Fox, yeah, he's had a pretty, he's had a pretty good, uh, pretty good, uh, really good playoffs, and uh, he's tallied a lot of goals and a lot of uh, extra points on assists. So that would be about the only one. But uh, yeah, I think with both both teams uh, being such heavy uh, goaltended minded, and uh, I think Vasilevsky going to this game was a little higher than. Sturkin, but uh, of course they were down two to one. But uh, I think they were both. I think uh, Sturkin was about six to one, and I think Vasilevsky was ten. But uh, last I looked, it's and I would eight. definitely if you can get Vasilevsky now at plus eight fifty. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely, I can't see really any, you know, unless Kucherov would have another big, huge game, uh, I can't see him uh, winning it would be Vasilevsky again. I mean, he's just been a brick wall this whole playoffs. And, you know, New York got a lot of quality shots on him on the first two games. And, uh, you know, they had to get the puck high on him to score. And that's kind of about his only weakness to score on this guy. I mean, he's just a, I call him the Russian wall. I don't know what his <laughs> true nickname is, but uh, like I tell people, I remember Nikolai Hobby Bulin. Uh, he was probably one of the best Russian goaltenders that I watched growing up. And this guy is, uh, is surpassed him for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these, both of these guys are just tremendous. Uh, two of the best in the world right now. And yeah, Shesterkin's at eight to one Vasilevsky, eight fifty. Uh, so plus 850 on the two odds to win the Conn Smythe right now up on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, when you said you like both of these Eastern teams against Colorado, in terms of the totals for the Stanley Cup final games, we know that the Western Conference Finals was like an over series, even though they split 2-2, but you had high totals in those games. So far in the East, it's been uh, game one went over, and then game two, three, and four went under. Where would you set the line? Let's say it's Tampa against Colorado. Where would you set the total for those games? I think it would definitely uh, either either against uh, the Rangers or against uh, Tampa. I think the line would be at six and probably shaded maybe over like six, maybe minus 120. That, that would be the line I would make on the game. Uh, if it's any higher than that, of course, if they put a nice juicy six and a half on that, I definitely would be on the under, and I'd definitely be parlaying uh, the Eastern team, whichever one comes out of that, to the under. That'd be about a four or five to one payout on the two-teamer, and I like to do that a lot of times when I like uh, an underdog, and I and they're this kind of team. I in hockey, I I take advantage of that uh, two-team parlay quite a bit, so uh, that's how I'm going to play the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. I think is is that because is that was that the correlated play, like the underdog with the under, because you'd think they'd limit the scoring. And that's how they'd have to win the game is by getting good goaltending and by limiting the scoring of a team like Colorado. Yeah, they, yeah, they usually can't win a high-scoring game, mm-hmm. so uh, you might as well just you know, and you take a, if you take two uh, like average bets. And you parlay them, you're actually uh, getting pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty, uh, it's actually a pretty good return for uh, taking two average bets and doing a two teamer, especially when it's uh, dog and under like that. So, yeah, I, like uh, that I do a lot. that quite often. I like that a lot. I know you like Tampa, but you you have me thinking about a Rangers and under parlay for Game Five, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> yeah, I mean if. Uh, that that definitely could be a play here too. I mean, uh, you definitely have to see how these two. Uh, and see who's uh wait till probably last minute and see what uh, the lineup is. Yeah, uh, yeah. If they got to go with some uh, backup guys there, and uh, the line will get a little higher for you. So I would, mm-hmm. I would definitely wait on that one. Yeah, Strom tried to skate before the game here tonight and was unable to give it a go. And then Philip Heedle, I wonder if they just took him out as a precaution because they they need him. They absolutely need him to anchor that kid line, which has been so fantastic for the Rangers all postseason long. Randy, I appreciate the time. And uh, listen, if the Rangers are the Eastern Conference representative, uh, I will meet you in Denver so we can go to a Stanley Cup final game between the Rangers and the Avalanche, okay? 
Sounds like a good time. I know a couple other guys that want to go too that are probably listening. So, uh, yeah, we can try to figure something out and uh, I can work on the connections. Let's go Rangers. Well, you have the lightning. So for your bets, let's go for my heart and your bets. We're on different sides, but I appreciate the time. Randy, we'll catch up with you soon. Uh, anytime, Scott. Thank you, and good luck out there, everybody. There he is, Randy McKay, professional sports better. Been doing this a long time, and one of the sharpest minds when it comes to hockey. He's one of the best hockey betters that I know out there. I learn a lot from uh, a guy like Randy McKay. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. I, I, I started the show by teasing a little bit of a football talk because of what was in the headlines with Deshaun Watson and, and whatnot. Want to revisit some of that coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's a look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wanted to just, you know, reiterate some of the things that uh, I, I, I talked about at the start of the show in, in regards to the Deshaun Watson news. The Cleveland Browns are in a very, very odd situation because they gave Deshaun Watson. Um, a, a, a lot of money. And uh, there was an article from uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, the other day that was talking about how, you know, could the, the lawsuits f- um, allow the Browns to maybe void out his contract? And... It says here something about um, Watson represents and warrants. Um, it says, all right, here's, here's from the article. Um, in paragraph 42 of the contract, I'm reading directly from Pro Football Talk. Watson represents and warrants, as the date there, here of whatever, that a player has not been charged with, indicted for, convicted, of or pled nolo contende to any felony and or misdemeanor involving fraud or moral torpitude. Player has not engaged in conduct which would subject him to a charge, indictment, or conviction of any such offense. No circumstances exist that would prevent players continuing availability to the club for the duration of his contract, end quote. So the question is, well, what happens? If, in fact, Watson does get charged with any of these uh, things here. Now, this is, um, I I don't know. 
I don't know about the contract situation and, and if they're able to void the contract. What I do know is that Deshaun Watson's not going to play for the Cleveland Browns for the start of this season. The NFL cannot not suspend Deshaun Watson. Calvin Ridley was suspended for, what, the entire season, right? And he was suspended for wagering what he says was what? A couple of bucks, nothing crazy, threw in a couple of parlays, $1,500 total. $1,500 total. Calvin Ridley suspended for an entire year. Trevor Bauer for the Dodgers is going on now, what, two years? And I don't know if he's ever going to be back in Major League Baseball. But Trevor Bauer and his situation, I believe, hasn't he been cleared of any everything that he was charged with? 320 over a year ago, well, eh, a little less than that maybe, less than a year ago, pretty much almost a year, he was placed on administrative leave, and the woman accused him of sexual assault, and all the charges were done. Like, he did not get charged with anything. An L.A. judge denied the woman's request for a restraining order, and the L.A. District Attorney's Office denied to file criminal charges. But Major League Baseball did its own investigation, and Major League Baseball has suspended Trevor Bauer. Two seasons. So, one, he got off. No charges, no nothing. But yet baseball suspended him for two seasons. Deshaun Watson's got 24 different women. This isn't one. This, the Trevor Bauer case was just one. 24 women have filed lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. And the NFL hasn't done anything. If the season begins and Deshaun Watson plays for the Cleveland Browns in week one. This will be a significant public relations nightmare for the National Football League. They cannot sit here and do nothing while Major League Baseball suspends a player for two seasons for one woman in a case that got thrown out and no criminal charges were filed. 24 women have filed lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, including two in the past week, uh, a woman who sued Watson but then withdrew the complaint, two women who filed criminal complaints but did not sue him, and at least 15 therapists who issued issued statements um, 
and it's just this has been unbelievable. 66 different massage therapists that Deshaun Watson utilized over 17 months. Does no one else see this as an issue? As behavior that's not normal? You are a professional athlete. These teams employ massage therapists, physical therapists, people that do body work. Yet you're going out there and getting a new masseuse every week? Now, several women told the New York Times that it was Watson's persistent request for sexual acts during their massage. Persistent requests. The Times also uh, disclosed that the, uh, there was an, uh, an, a non-disclosure agreement that Watson gave to the women that came from the Texans' director of security. Watson also, um, the NDA was in Watson's locker at NRG Stadium days after women posted Watson's phone number on Instagram. It's just a, this article is crazy. <laughs> the bottom line is, from a betting perspective here, and that's where we're looking at, looking at this. I would be utterly shocked if Deshaun Watson plays week one for the, for the Browns. And without Deshaun Watson, you have to downgrade this team significantly because Baker Mayfield ain't going to be the quarterback. And so with Jacoby Brissett as their starter, with all due respect to Jacoby Brissett, you have to downgrade the Houston Texans. Excuse me, the Cleveland Browns. And so the Browns, as a three-point favorite in week one at Carolina, and a Carolina team that could still improve. Maybe Baker Mayfield's their quarterback. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo's their quarterback. Take the three points now, because it ain't going to be here once the suspension is announced. If you can find win totals still up on the board, because a lot of books have pulled them. They, they, I think they all should have. Under's the way to go on the Browns. Betting on the division, teams to win the division, anybody but the Cleveland Browns to win that division. I actually upgrade a team like the Baltimore Ravens with the downgrade to the Cleveland Browns. And I don't see how you don't do that. So... Just, I know it's crazy to like work off the assumption because nothing's been determined just yet, but it's not just reading tea leaves here. It's just reading everything right in front of you. Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended. And it's just a matter of how many games, but right now you could look at those first couple of games and find betting value, betting against the Cleveland Browns. And then in the futures market as well when it comes to the division odds and whatnot. Definite value that won't be here for long. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Ryan Kramer from the Sports Gambling Podcast. 
right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The third major of the golf season is here. You can get in on the action with the Doers Major Championship Challenge. Draft in two free fantasy golf contests, one classic and one round four showdown, and compete for your share of $10,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Doers now to play for free. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Joining us now from the Sports Gambling Podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he is Ryan Kramer. Ryan, uh, I just got done talking a little football, so I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended. It's just a matter of time and a matter of how many games. So I think any way that you can fade the Cleveland Browns now is what you should be doing because once a suspension is announced, the value is completely gone. We've talked, we were talking before uh, we came on here, but yeah, that week one spread, we were talking about this. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. On the podcast, you know, no more than two weeks ago, four and a half, the Panthers were catching week one against the Browns. It's, it's down to three. Uh, some places are even taking it off the board now. It does seem like if you can find the win total, uh, honestly, if you can find those uh, those like exacta trifecta division finishing props and just putting nestling the Browns down towards the bottom, I, I like playing it all different ways. Yeah, I like the Ravens now even more to win that division uh, more so than the Cleveland Browns because you know with all due respect to Jacoby Brissett, nice guy to fill in for a couple of weeks, but if he has to be the quarterback for the first ten weeks or maybe the entire season. Uh, yeah, it's going to be anti-Browns, uh, despite the fact that they have a very talented roster. They're not going to win this division. Uh, sticking in football, uh, you've been all over the USFL. Uh, where are we at right now? Are you gearing up towards the playoffs? We, we kind of know who's going to be in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, you know, on, on one side of the bracket, you have the Generals, you have the Stars. On the other side, you have Birmingham undefeated. Most likely the breakers who essentially have only lost to the top teams in the league. And you have Tampa still holding on. Uh, it, it's really been a league where you, I mean, honestly, knowing the rules, I think for a long time, the futures were not matching the fact that two teams from each division were going to make the playoffs. And, and, but I think two weeks ago, we talked about Philadelphia as an 18 to one long shot to win the league now down to seven to one, even now still value as they have a spot locked up in the semifinal. So they are merely two games away from doing this. The generals, the team they would have to face 
plus 250. I, I like, I mean, from a macro sense, I love playing both teams in the North still uh, to get it done. Love what the, the Jersey generals have done. And, and, and specifically, if you're looking to week nine, I think the USFL has been one of these spring leagues where you just have to bet on talent. The, the good teams are so much better than the bad teams, uh, you know, as chalky and as, as a uh, TMZ fan as it is to come in and say this, uh, been making some decent money betting on Birmingham, betting on the New Jersey Generals, and, and betting on the Breakers. And, and this week, you're able to find one of those teams, the New Orleans Breakers, with a decent spread minus three against the Tampa Bay Bandits team that's all but eliminated from the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's been a fun league to bet, but the cream is definitely rising to the top. Uh, when it comes to the playoffs, I know that they'll be played at the Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton. So for a team like Birmingham that's undefeated, and I don't know, I haven't been watching these games. Do they have a big home field advantage? Like, are they losing this home field advantage now? Like, how is this thing working out? I certainly think it's a fun narrative. I would say it's probably a, a trivial advantage at best. I certainly think when you, if you've watched the games, you've seen New Jersey, you've seen Birmingham kind of separate themselves from everyone else. And I think that's honestly all we're waiting for. And as a New Jersey generals backer, yeah, I'm going to lean into the fact that they're losing that home field. I would say it's it's uh, you know worth maybe a quarter point. Okay, all right, we'll take that. <laughs> well, speaking of points, uh, NBA Finals game number three will finally be here on Wednesday night. I feel like you know the NBA Finals have been out of sight, out of mind with the schedule. There's so many days off in between these games; it's ridiculous. But I I, I have not been. I, I don't. I, I've been saying this for days. I don't understand the series price. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the fact that I, I, if I were making the odds, Celtics, I'd have them at minus 125 to win the series right now. Maybe even minus 130. They're three and a half point favorites in game number three. They're going to be probably the same in game number four and in game number six. So that's 10 and a half points better than the Warriors. Even if we aggressively make Golden State four point favorites, in the two games that they'll have at home, that's still a two and a half point difference between these teams. The numbers just don't add up to have the series price be as close as it is and to have the overreaction from the Celtics losing game two like the market has shown. I feel like, Scott, we were sitting next to each other not too long ago talking about how nothing made sense and yet I myself still found myself backing a losing heat team. And I think we're back <laughs> at that point where it's like, on one hand, I absolutely am buying into the idea that golden state got punched in the mouth game one, and now it's all gas, no breaks. And, and, and they f- figured it out. But on the flip side, this Boston team, uh, this, this absolutely strikes me as a series. That's going to be back and forth. Absolutely strikes me as a series where we're maybe going to see some refs, uh, I don't know if Scott Foster is going to get de- deployed later in this series. It just seems like this series is going to get stretched out. And the only way it gets stretched out is if Boston wins one of these home games. I kind of think it's going to be game four. I, 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 I know what you're saying. I like your logic on the, on the series price, but I think I, I would be more willing to play Warriors game three and come back with Boston in game four. That being said, I was wrong last time we didn't follow the money and follow the mis- <laughs> mispricing. So maybe I should just shut my mouth and take Boston. I will say this the Celtics uh, are incredible after a loss. They have not lost, let's see, it's been almost six months since they lost back to back games. 
uh, 13 of 14, covering 12 of 14 in that span. In these playoffs, 6-0 and after a loss, both straight up and against the spread. And 5-1 and in the first quarter. So maybe there's a play early on, although the book is making you pay a premium. The Celtics minus a point and a half in the first quarter. And they're three and a half for the game. Very interesting stuff there. I mean, I certainly, with the way that you lay that out and the way the Warriors tend to come out strong in the third quarter, I almost kind of well, like one of those. how about this? Warriors are minus a point and a half for the third quarter. <laughs> there you go. It, <laughs> it's almost setting up perfect for one of those Celtics. You know, if you like the Warriors, maybe you get creative and you play it. Uh, Celtics win the first half. Warriors win the game at mm. five to one. I certainly like the logic, and especially at home, I think respond the fans responding to Draymond Green. Like all Draymond Green did was get the whole city of Boston riled up. So the, the, <laughs> the crowd will be lit. And if there's ever going to be a time they come out hot in the first quarter, it's going to be game three. I think the more intriguing conversation, another thing we dove into last time we spoke was the the futures market and the MVP market. We've watched Jason Tatum now play well in a game they lost and 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 uh, and, and play uh, poorly in a game they won. I wonder if he's losing his foothold on the on the on the MVP. And when you're seeing Jalen Brown still sitting there at nine to one, I know you were a big Marcus Smart guy. Yeah, he played his way out of it. He played his way out of it in game but, number two. But as someone who's not necessarily looking to back the Celtics to win the series, I would definitely look to maybe play a Jalen Brown MVP as an alternative way to grab that series price. Well, I think it's a hun- like a hundred percent that if the Warriors win, it's going to be Steph Curry. Like, he's yes. been great through these first two games. He, there's no one else that's winning this award. For the Celtics, Jason Tatum has been bad for the first two games. But what bothers me, and I agree, Jalen Brown's absolutely live. What bothers me is that there's going to be a bunch of writers who are not going to think about this, and they're just going to look on the surface and say, well, he had 13 assists in game one, and he had 28 points in game two. They don't care about how how bad efficiency was terrible he a minus 36 that's the worst plus minus in an nba finals game ever i mean he was terrible but they're not going to look at that they're just going to say he had 13 assists in game one 28 points in game two if the celtics win this series he's your mvp that bothers all right you know, I, 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 as much as you're, you may be right. I do think a, uh, a that plus minus of minus thirty six in a game <laughs> where he put up twenty eight. That that is basic enough, I think, for maybe to be in the mainstream mind. So I, I it, it's certainly worth a, a stab at nine to one versus the uh, the short uh, money line series price. I agree. He should be like six to one or even five to one because that's how he, that's how good he has been this series. Ryan, I appreciate the time and the conversation. Enjoy the game coming up on Wednesday night. Cheers. Best of luck, Scott. There he is. Ryan Kramer, Sports Gambling Podcast. Check those guys out. Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, They do a tremendous job there. A bunch of podcasts you can check out. Uh, Ryan's on Twitter, at Kramer-centric. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-centric. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You hit me up on Twitter, at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll dive more into this game number three between the Celtics and the Warriors. And... uh, Yeah, maybe there is a way that you can attack it from both sides. First half, third quarter, whatnot. We'll dive into it coming up right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 